My name is David Elward. I'm the lead cider maker here at East Street Cider. Um, we're here on site at our beautiful old building um, in right kind of downtown Goderich. As the dogs decide to have a little play fun here, which is good as long as they don't destroy too much of the furniture. Uh, it's uh, summer of 2021 and we're sort of just getting ourselves out of the pandemic. How was pandemic life for the for the cidery? Well, um, it definitely was a ride. I mean, a whole roller coaster from, you know, uh, shutting down, bars shutting down to everything switching to cans to, you know, just kind of throwing us through to a bunch of legal changes and rule changes within the province at least um, were I mean a lot has changed since I guess 20 uh, you know March 2020 that's for sure our whole business model to be honest you know moving from uh, primarily kegs pretty much entirely over to cans in a matter of a few months um, you know brought with it kind of a bunch of changes and challenges but you know, ultimately, I think in the end, um, you know, forcing us to move to cans just as from one aspect, moving into getting a lot of our other products into cans. That was a huge, um, huge change. But overall, you know, for the better in, in, in a lot of senses, just having being able to get our product out to people, uh, you know, in the can so that they can take it home. That was I don't know we've seen a lot of growth on social media and awareness um, uh, for our cidery at least and, uh, and we're really happy I guess to have that opportunity for people to kind of bring cider home um, you know in a can yeah and and you got started in, in 2016 so relatively new but not one of the the newest groups because we're seeing incredible amounts of growth uh, you know end of July 2022 when we're looking at 120 or so cider producers in Ontario um, how has that been part of your process connecting with other producers, whether older or newer, and, and how is the community in your mind? Um, uh, the community of Ontario cider producers is, uh, it, it's great. Uh, like, to be honest, you know, throughout the pandemic with some of the changes that had occurred, um, you know, we had been talking with some of the other cideries who were facing similar challenges for us were we, we're not an orchard based cidery right so um, there's a lot of other cideries that are in, in the same kind of position and you know um, there's kind of we were in a fortunate position at least into the pandemic where we have uh, one of our products in an LCBO uh, so uh, listing so with our landmark dry there um, we were lucky that even through some of the slowest months as the shutdown kind of just happened, we at least still had LCBOs to be able to sell our product. But um, as you might know, with the five acre rule, because we're not located on five acres, um, we're, we were limited to simply just LCBO sales. But there were a lot of other cideries who didn't have any avenue to move any product, right? If bars are closed, and um, you know um, so that was really tough to see a lot of kind of our friends go through that but you know we kind of chatted and and there was a lot of work um, uh, from like Revel to Rick there um, being really vocal and trying to raise awareness um, even flying canoe 
outsider as well, um, trying to help some of the changes, uh, make some of the changes for the five acre rule and, and allow some of the cideries who are really struggling um, kind of uh, have a fighting chance, you know, to stay alive. And um, overall, just the communities, it's really supportive. It's really great. It, as is, you know, a lot of the uh, brewing friends in the beer community. Um, it's, it's really kind of, I think we're pretty lucky here at least where nobody really sees each other as competition at all. We're all, at least from, you know, our perspective, we're all just interested in making good cider and, and growing, you know, the number of cider drinkers in Ontario and Canada and worldwide, you know, we, we want to show people the, uh, the awesome kind of interesting, fun, funky world that cider can be, you know, uh, much like the you know, craft beer uh, industry, you know, there's a million possibilities, there's a million combinations of ciders, apples, you know, uh, different fruits, combinations, it's, it's pretty great. So, I mean, having all these, uh, all this new cideries coming through, you know, we're, we've, we're an open book and, and we're trying to share as much information and try and grow the cider market in Ontario as much as possible. Um, and uh, it, it's really good. It's really promising, and uh, you know we're excited to see, kind of moving out of the pandemic, what what's going to happen in terms of hopefully some of the changes, rule changes, and some of the uh, opportunities that are going to present themselves. I think for uh, craft cider producers. And you're in one of the areas where there has been a bit of growth. A lot of the wine wineries are now adding a cider option. Same with a couple of breweries in the area. A couple more dedicated groups there. Um, have you have you gotten people that say there's a, a difference between what you offer here, say even, you know, a couple hundred kilometers up towards the Meaford area? Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, um, definitely each cidery around here and, and even winery too, I think kind of brings their own touch, their own angle, um, again, to, to cider making. There's, a, again, the, the number of variables, the number of process changes and and little things that can go so far from yeast to fermentation temperature, fermentation time, you know, everybody to apple variety, you know, everybody, um, I think, kind of makes a little bit of their own kind of, uh, their, finds their own way in, in terms of making cider and, and has their own vision. For us, it's pretty much, we want to make accessible, kind of interesting, um, kind of ciders that that can again anybody even if you're not a cider drinker can can enjoy and that's something that we try and uh, really strive for here um, whether it's kind of making a classic cider like our landmark dry or kind of uh, experimenting with hops or experimenting with different kind of dried fruit uh, combinations so you know the um, generally the area, at least around here, um, in Huron County too, with, uh, like you said, new wineries opening up, um, a few new breweries, um, it's kind of developing itself into a nice little, uh, a nice little route and for tourism and for kind of everybody just to, uh, you know, work, work together in tandem to create kind of a fun experience where again, you can try 10 different cideries or something, uh, you know, within the same few hundred kilometers, and they'll all bring something different to the table, and it's and it's really nice to see. I think. 
tell me a little bit about the place that you have here and and what are you what are you producing with and and you know all that kind of stuff um, well, so we're situated in uh, kind of downtown uh, Goderich. Goderich is a small town of about 8,000 people. Um, it's a quaint little spot we have. It's an old industrial building, one of the oldest industrial buildings actually in town here. Um, I think it was built in the 1850s. And um, we occupy just a small portion of it, maybe 1,500 square feet right now. and. Um, uh, it's primarily myself and my partner Ellen um, and my brother as well uh, who does a lot of our sales uh, especially in the GTA area and um, pretty much it's just us three kind of working away here um, and we have a few kind of a simple system here um, but it works for what we have going and uh, we are also you know we're we're trying to expand we're trying to grow uh, and we really, um, this building, I guess, has a long, long history, and we're trying to incorporate that into kind of our, our brand and tell its story and embrace it in a lot of ways. So inside our production space, we have kind of all the original beams, like these are 12 by 12 timber timber beams, and, uh, you know, we kept them. There's old, old sprinkler system that's, it doesn't work, but, you know, we kept it and we're kind of painted it and, and um, you know we're kind of living in this this kind of really special and interesting building that uh, that I don't know we're really lucky to have I guess um, a space in. So I mean we're also planning to kind of develop a uh, a tap room on the front side of the building. Um, so we have I guess started progress on that and um, again this is part of like the original part of the building and it's um, it's a really beautiful space um, I'll show you guys around and uh, it's it's really it's really cool and we're really excited to uh, kind of welcome people in and have a kind of little experience um, uh, and experience you know the history of the building and kind of teach people about it as well as well as you know uh, in just enjoy some of the ciders that we make here the dogs are having a good play fight here so it's a good thing we bathed him earlier because we'll have to do it again later but they're having good fun times <laughs> uh, so you said hopefully some big changes as things come out of the pandemic well, what is it that you're hoping to see um you know, overall, I think what we would like to see, and, and we're seeing a little bit of um, some improvements in terms of the, uh, I guess, the uh, the licensing and uh, liquor, I guess, act, I guess, within in Ontario. So we're hoping, I think, and most uh, cideries in Ontario, including the Ontario Crafts Cider Association, hoping to kind of level the playing field and modernize some of the some of the rules and uh, and regulations that are around cideries um, that's kind of one of the big goals of the OCCA and uh, we'd really like to see some changes in terms of uh, again making it permanent for small places like us to be able to sell retail to go even though we're not located on five acres um, that's one thing that you know um, definitely we would like to make that and you know permanent um, as a, right now it, it is temporary but um, that was kind of a big lifeline for us and a lot of other cideries but um, that uh, in addition to kind of 
again, just bringing up to date some of the some of the understandings and and I guess uh, regulations around cider cideries and cider making, in that it has evolved so much um, since probably when these laws were first created, right? So uh, from a tax standpoint to um, a lot of uh, you know to just the production processes and and stuff around there. So we're we're uh, we're hoping to make you know to see some of those changes and uh, just to encourage tourism to encourage um, further growth in the cider industry. And if people want to get more information about your product, where can they go? Um, well, you can visit our website for sure, our Instagram, Facebook, um, and uh, yeah, those are pretty much the primary places that we we kind of share what we got going on, new ciders that are coming out, all that stuff. Great. Thank you, David. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys.